Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. I'm so excited that you're here. Today it is our new moon money reading for February 4th, 2019. Yay! I'm actually really excited about this um, particular reading because I've decided this time I'm going to do a Divine Connection reading. And what the Divine Connection reading is, is a connection between our divine mother, our divine father, and our divine higher selves. And so in this reading, what I'll do is I'll draw three cards that will be a specific message from each one of those um, particular energies. So it's basically going to be from our divine mother, our divine father, and of course, our divine collective self that information, that message that we get to have right now to shift us forward and to keep moving forward. As I've talked about before on the new moon money readings, the new moon is about creation and new and abundant and starting in a new forward motion. There's so much power and energy with the new moon that supports us in our continued growth. And as we bring attention and knowledge and awareness to the growth that we're wanting, we bring more power to it actually coming to light, to being true, to being materialized, those things that we're wanting. So it's a really exciting energy um, and it's a really powerful reading and message. And I really thought, the main reason I thought to do this, because February, you know, it's all the, it's the month of love uh, with February 14th coming up, which is Valentine's Day, and it's all focusing on love, and we're done with January. January, I know for myself, is a challenging month, and I don't know how energetically wise it's challenging, and also just spending a lot of time internal with some of my own internal growth through January. Good to step into February because there's this new, exciting, buzzy energy kind of going around with the nuance of spring coming and anyway this love energy is it's time for us to really allow that connection with ourselves and with our divine mother and father to really move us forward through this new year this 2019 there's so much excitement around 2019 everybody is predicting such awesome amazing things and I I agree that We can create whatever we want. We can create it easy and we can create it hard. (laughs) It's all a matter of what we want to do and what our perspective is at the time. 
But today, like I said, it's the Divine Connection reading for the new moon, February 4th, 2019. Let's get going. I'm super excited. Let's go. get this reading started. I'm so excited about this reading. I have to admit, I have already pulled the cards, so I've had a sneak peek of what they are, and I'm super excited about about doing this reading. I just want to remind you to, and invite you to get your money journal out, that you can just, or journal for yourself, where you've been keeping notes about the different readings, because one thing that we're going to do and that I will be doing is recapping and talking about, you know, what we talked about in the last new moon re- money reading, but also just catching up with where we're at. Let's check in with ourselves because with each moon reading, it's it's about connecting with ourselves and knowing ourselves at a different level, but also allowing ourselves to grow and learn from these certain things. And one of the things that does happen is, part of growth and creation and creating it, you know, go leaps and bounds, not inches, but (laughs) go miles through your growth and through your emotional and spiritual healing. What can happen and what is that when you write these things down, when you write them down with pen and paper in a journal, you basically declare out into the universe, you know, this is what I want to learn. This is what I want to know. This is where the growth is that's ready to come through for me. And so in between each one of these readings, different experiences are going to come up for you. And just life experiences are going to come up for you that will relate back to some of the things that you wrote, that you wrote, you know, in your journal and wrote about your awarenesses from these readings. And I'm going to talk to you more about some specific journal ideas of things that you can write down and ask yourself some journal about, but I'll talk about those later today. But just to recap from the last reading, primarily specifically for myself, that really resonated with me was in the wallet, in the message from the wallet, which was the worldly money goddess from the wallet perspective, card number 40. And it was about our financial relationship, but also it was about how we're utilizing our money and are we throwing away our money. And one of the things that I realized was that I personally have done a lot of investing in online programs and haven't finished them. (laughs) So it was like still wasting money, even though like at one level, I'm like, well, it is a tax writable deduction because it is, it was legitimately a business training online courses. However, I didn't actually do the courses and, and I was really good about printing out the manuals and I got them in their three ring binders and they're ready to go. But then I didn't actually take the time to do the training because, you know, life gets busy and I get that we all get super, super busy and we have so many things to do. But it then for me, I, you know, it's like, well, what is that priority for me? Where that's the money leak that's happening in my business and in my personal life is that not utilizing those, that information that was there. And I've purchased some great trainings and I've done a lot of trainings in person and online, 
but I didn't utilize them to, to the best. I had more that I hadn't done than I did. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I have this amazing information that's come to me that I've invested in and I want to finish it. I want to get it done. And I don't know about you, but I know me, that's one of my my areas that I wanted to work on. And so in January, actually, I took a lot of time to catch up on some of these trainings and started some. And it's been amazing because then when I, as I've come back to reading what I wrote down and what we wrote down for the new moon reading for the last new moon reading, what was awesome is that there were other things that I realized that through doing these trainings, there were some other, uh, some other internal emotional shifts that and and healing that happened for me one of them like in the first in that last reading the card number one the divine money goddess the message came up about was forgiving our past and so there's a perfect example right forgiving myself for not doing all of the the trainings that I had invested in right and Get taking, you know, not making it such a thing that I would beat up on myself so horribly and awfully because I didn't do that. I didn't do those trainings. And now I'm confessing to the entire universe <laughs> that one of my money weaknesses and, and leaks, the money leaks in my life has been purchasing pr- trainings and not utilizing them. And that's the same thing as other, some other women do when they buy an extravagant amount of clothes that they don't use. And you know, that is them or you or whatever, when you see that there's tags still on your clothes, or there's shoes that are piled up that you've never worn. There's, there's still things that we still, because part of our it's, it's part of understanding our spending patterns, basically, and why we do those certain things. But nonetheless. In this new moon reading, we're going to do the divine connection reading where we're connecting with that divine mother, the divine father, and then our divine higher selves in this reading. So get your money journal out is what I would suggest. And when throughout the reading, as we do this, you're going to want to make a note of things that like ring true for you or that like perk you or like piss you off or like (laughs) trigger a memory, write down whatever that memory is. And then as we do this, as, as we do the reading, you can have a space for you to do some more journaling for yourself to further connect for yourself and to heal and to grow for yourself spiritually, emotionally, physically, wherever it is, financially, wherever it is that you get to grow and heal from. The other thing is you may also want to make sure you're in a nice, comfortable space. You can listen to this while you're driving. However, if you're not driving, allow yourself to give yourself some time to just sit down and relax and take some time for yourself to 
really listen to the reading and really connect with yourself because this is a powerful opportunity for a major healing and growth and shift that that can happen that ultimately our goal is to increase our financial vibration so we can manifest the financial joyful life that we all want and deserve to have. The other thing is you may want to also have some stones. I have a couple with me today. I got me a lapis, which I absolutely love. Lapis is an amazing, oh, I just dropped it. Lap, lapis is an amazing stone that supports me in what I do. Uh, I love working with stones. So find some stones that assist you and, and assist you in growing. Also that bring comfort to you. That's what I would suggest more than anything is connecting with some stones that bring comfort to you so that as you're going through your growth and growing through things, you can connect to that stone and, and that stone can assist you in whatever transformation is, is going on for you. It's a very soulful, fun, shifting way of life and movement. And it's so amazing. And I'm so grateful for the tools that we have to support us. So, okay, everyone take a deep breath and what I'm going to do is read the card out loud, front and back, and then I'll be stopping the recording. I'll go back and do the reading for our chakra body map, and then I will come back and talk about what came up through, through listening to the recording of these cards. So the three cards that we got is, so from the Divine Mother, so how we draw this is we draw, I drew one for the Divine Mother, which was the accounting money goddess from the spirit perspective, and that's card 29. And then for our, the Divine Father, I got the cash flow money goddess from the wallet perspective, and that's card number 36. And then for our Divine Higher Selves, our Divine divine collective consciousness really, um, is the accounting money goddess card number five. And, uh, I just love it. So basically, yeah, we got two of the divine accounting money goddesses, one from the I am self, and then one from the spirit perspective, which both of those is through the throat chakra. And then the cash flow money goddess is from the heart chakra. She's, she, she, her work is in the heart chakra. So, I thought it was very interesting and especially for the cash flow money for the cash flow money got us the financial relationship is also using our voice the focus of it is using our voice and so we got two accounting money goddesses which is the throat chakra and then even our cash flow money goddesses again using our voice and our voice and one I one of the things that I teach in my money oneness training is that our voice really is about giving, right? If you give the energy from your voice is giving of your compassion, giving of your knowledge, giving of your gifts, giving of your inspirations, giving of your knowledge and support and appreciation. And that's, that's about speaking up, talking about what it is that makes us passionate or even sharing our voice. What is our voice? Our voice may be coming through not just through our words, but it could also be coming through the art or the work that we do, right? Where is our voice? Is that voice of yours, that deep peace in you that's so burning inside of you to get out into the world? Is that voice of you, that essence of you being let out into the world? And is that going out? Is it being shared with the world? 
And that's one of the big things about really connecting with our own personal energy and our own personal passion and path and journey in life. One that supports us financially as well as we support the universe through our divine work is through our divine voice of of either through what we speak, sing, write, see, you know, it could even be photography. It could be however it is that you deeply know that that's your essence of you going out into the world. That's where you want to be in that space and that energy. That's the big thing. Loving every bit that you do, being in that bliss of you. It's, it's right off the bat telling us that it's about using our voice and being in our divine selves and sharing that out into the world in creating that truly magnificent 2019 that we want to create. Okay, I'm going to read the first card and it's the the accounting money goddess from the spirit perspective. This is from the divine mother, card number 29. And take a breath. Remember every time take a breath. Deep cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Sometimes shaking it off and getting yourself ready (laughs) because this stuff's pretty powerful, but it's fun. Okay. Balance the feminine and masculine. I honor the qualities of the feminine and masculine as divine gifts to blend and balance within me. I identify the value of both. I masculine embrace the big profit. I feminine cradle the width of its financial reach. It's on the backside, spiritual relationship, honoring feminine and masculine scarcity side, avoiding. She avoids her true power of who she is by avoiding and denying her true femininity or masculinity, distracting herself from connection to her divine source. Avoiding her natural abilities and qualities. Falsely existing in ignorance and heartbreak. Take a breath. Energy exchange, connection to self. Feminine qualities, beauty, intuition, creativeness, sustainer, peacemaker, wisdom, cooperation, comfort, Nurturing, communication, compassion, affectionate, tenderness, patient, open-mindedness, and attentive to detail. Masculine qualities, strength, power, purposeful, focus, passionate, adventurous, independent, willful, self-confident, self-reliant, courageous, inventive, ambitious, rational, decisive, a leader, a provider. And take a breath. (sighs) Healing energy, air, money, action. Meditate to open your awareness to who you are. Allow yourself to recognize and honor these divine feminine and masculine qualities within. Express yourself fully. Accept who you are. You are complete and whole. Goddess card 29. Take a breath. Well, right off the bat, I'm feeling, you know, things hitting in the head and also not 
always recognizing and seeing the self because we all have feminine and masculine qualities within us. And based on our belief systems, we've decided certain qualities are a positive and certain qualities are a negative, like the masculine quality of power. We, some, some will associate that with a negative quality, but, and especially as a woman, we don't want to claim our power. We don't want to claim our leadership because we've been as women suppressed in those areas and not really been allowed to express our power our or or our leadership and in some cases even here at the provider there is um an energy of uh resentment almost right because the story as women is you find your prince charming and then he's going to you know haul you away and take care of all your problems <laughs> hurrah <laughs> But I mean, that was my story, right? If I was a good girl and did the good things and got myself ready, I'd find the perfect guy and he'd take care of me for the rest of my life. And that was all I had to worry about. And he was going to provide for me. And being a single mom, I think underlining some of that. And, and as a single mom, I had to take on masculine qualities that I didn't want to, which basically made me a little resentful to being the provider as a single mom. That's very, um, very interesting some of those things that have come out with these, I, I just, I love these, love these cards. I love how deep they go. And actually I've been working with them for so long that even still reading them again and again, it goes deeper and deeper. They're, it's just never ending. It's amazing. But then the meditating to open to our awareness. And that's one thing that really I've been getting a strong, um, message in all kinds of places, even on Facebook, the meditation. In fact, I saw something the other day about where some schools now are replacing detention with meditation. So they go in and they have to meditate basically instead of being in detention. So I'm like, maybe something's there with this. But one thing that I do do before I do any of these readings and before I do my podcast and get on is that I do take some time to do some meditating. And what I actually use is these Boji stones. I hold them um, in each one of my hands, one in each hand and one in the other. And these Boji stones basically are about balancing the masculine and feminine energy. I allow myself to get into that balance of myself because what these Boji stones is, is to, to support you in balancing these, balancing your energy. And as you're focusing in the meditation and focusing in holding your energy within you and holding the energy within the masculine and the feminine part of you because feminine part of us is the lower half of our body and our masculine part of our body is the upper part of our body and in our head and so we tend to spend more of our time up in our heart area and in our head area and up you know up in the spirit area and we tend not to ground ourselves and hold our energy in our lower body and so that's another part of balancing our energy and that's what this is talking about too, balancing the masculine and feminine. I love this because it's Adam and Eva. <laughs> that's their names, Adam and Eva, a Native American couple in the middle of a beautiful, uh, lush field of apple, apple fields. About holding that energy, that energy within ourselves, not only holding the energy in our upper chest area, but also holding the energy in our lower body energy. And that's another part when you're meditating, if you're 
connecting with your energy in your lower body, what it does is, well, what it's done for me, I can only speak for myself, but what it's done for me is it's brought me into presence. It's brought me into the moment and has taken me out of all of those thoughts. I just focus on holding my energy and my lower, lower pelvic area. And this is for men and women because men and women all have pelvises. <laughs> then as you're meditating, you can connect in that area. So in that presence and, you know, remove the chatter. Because there's been a lot of talk about, especially for women that I've been hearing lately about them shifting out of the masculine energy, because masculine energy is also about timelines. And when you're in business for yourself and an entrepreneur, you got timelines, you got budgets, you got, you know, certain things that have to get done, you got clients that are, you know, after you, you got things that have to be done. And that's a very, also very masculine energy. And a lot of women are finding that working all day as, and as an entrepreneur or working in as, and as an employee that shifting and turning off that masculine energy and being at home with their partners and their families that then turn into this feminine energy and being the nurturing stuff that it's, they're finding it very difficult to, to shift into that energy, into that feminine energy, which ultimately what happens is then with the partner, if you have a male partner, the, because then both of you, both the woman and the man are in the masculine energy, then there's more of the headbutting of certain things. <laughs> so it, you know, even there's a balance that gets to happen in, in the balancing of the masculine feminine energy within our relationships, our couplings. Beautiful card. I'm, I'm excited to go back and listen to the reading and I will let you know what comes from that. Okay, well, that was interesting. That was awesome. So just coming back from reading the chakra map. And so basically what I do is I go back and listen to myself reading the card out loud. And then what I'm able to do is fill in my body where blocks are when those words are spoken and what triggers those blocks. And so what I do is I map out on the chakra body trigger map where the blocks are and what's triggering them. And I'm not surprised, really. There's a couple of things, you know, because really the balancing the masculine and feminine energy is a huge conversation right now in our world and in our communities. And it's really that balancing that masculine feminine relationship within ourselves, within our communities, within our homes, within our governments, within our businesses, And we have had such a long, 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 long history of not honoring the feminine energy. And because the feminine energy hasn't been honored, the feminine energy has not been able to be expressed either. And it's been viewed as a weakness in some cases, in some areas. There's a lot of, lot of um, beliefs um, around the feminine energy. I mean, geez you know, we're doomed the minute they see our genitals when we're born. (laughs) It's like, oh, she's a girl, right? All of a sudden our possibilities and the excitement of our birth in some places, you know, diminishes. And that is, that is changing and that shifting that's been a, a big fight, you know, a big uphill battle that the feminist movement 
started and bringing in more awareness. I mean, even before then, when voting, trying to get women's uh, ability to vote, right? I mean, it hasn't even been 100 years that women have been able to own bank accounts as of yet, still not quite 100 years. But ultimately, what's happened is in this reading, there's this strong line that happens right across our brow chakra, in between the brow chakra and the crown chakra, and that's cutting off, you know, we're cut off from our higher divine selves when we're not balancing our masculine and feminine energies because there's divine gifts in both areas. And one of the lines right in the front of the card is, I masculine embrace big profits and I feminine cradle the width of its financial reach. And what that means is that in the masculine energy, we allow ourselves to have a large amount of money. We allow ourselves to live boldly and in the world and big and in leadership and in, in mastery. But in the feminine energy, we cradle the width of its financial reach, which means, right, we, we, bring a balance to that financial reach, meaning that employees and clients and customers and everybody is paid fairly, that we're paid fairly on our, in our marketplace, that we're being true and honest and in our divine care and nurturing for everybody involved. I think one of the biggest issues that happens in employment is that there's such a misproportionate amount of what's being paid to employees and the labor versus what's being paid to the owners. Yes, it's great that you had the great big, you know, awesome idea, but the employees, the people that are actually doing the work, they're the ones that your profits are standing on. And the biggest issue that we have in our employment and in our corporations is the unhappy employees because they're being treated unfairly. In fact, One of the things I thought was very interesting just throughout my accounting career with my different um, businesses is when I, what I found was that there was more loss, more stolen, more things taken from the businesses by the employees. And that's because they feel like they're being ripped off. So they either slow down the time that they work, they waste the company time, they waste company resources, they waste company products and things. They, you know, will take a longer time to do a job because they get paid by an hour. So, you know, there's a lot more resentment. And so they don't say positive things to the customers about the business. And there's also a negative energy that goes out, which makes it an even more financial struggle for that business to be successful. And then bottom line, they still, right? They still things from the business. So I had one company, they had a shop uh, and, you know, things would show up missing every time we did an inventory count. And that's why there's different controls and different things put in place within businesses to control the inventory so that you can detour from the employee theft because otherwise it just gets gone. And not only that, if they're pissed off or they don't care about the business, they will break things, you know, they won't take care of the equipment and supplies for the business either. So there's more breakage and that costs more money to run the business. So that is um, another reason that's what this cradle, the financial width of its financial reach is because the part that's gotten lost in our business is that we've just gone for profit, 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 and haven't really cared about the resources that the mother earth is bringing to us, right? Not only are we wasting 
the talent and the true divine gifts of the labor and the human part of our businesses, but we're also not really thinking about the impact that it's making on mother earth. I can't tell you how much it drives me crazy to see how much plastic we're, we know, we know plastic is not working. I mean, I just saw another article about two wells coming up dying because they ate too much plastic is what they found in their bodies. And it's so aggravating that we still continue to have so much plastic. It's like, it's time for us to learn. So we get to think about our impact and the nurturing impact that we make on the earth, on the people, in the communities, and our family as part of creating a, as well as creating a profit. Because if we allow ourselves to make a profit, especially if you're working in your divine work, and that's what this is all about, working in your divine essence, is that you are creating a value, a, a transformative, transformative value and service through whatever work it is that you, that you feel that inner calling that you get to be doing in this planet, in this world, whatever it is, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And even if you're in that job that you're not liking at the moment, but you put your whole divine heart self into it as you're learning the lessons that you get to learn in that moment, right? Not only, but being in that positive energy of what's the gift for it being you being in this position right now. And what do you get to learn from this? But putting that heart energy into your work so that we create more positive, higher vibrations throughout our entire planet. And it just, it just shifts, it ripples little bit, little bit, little bit by little bit by little bit. And in fact, on one of our cards in the next card, it's the nickel and dimes her life away, which is what we do. We nickel and dime our world away through consumerism in replace of finding our heart and soul and living our dreams. The other thing that hits on the chakra map is right along at the back of our spine between the heart chakra, the solar plexus and the sacral chakra is she avoids her true power and true femininity. And that's exactly what I was talking about is that we avoiding, avoiding that feminine side of us. Even if you're a man and you are avoiding that more softer side of who you are, I mean, it's okay that you cry. It's okay that you like puppies. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay that it's okay that you express yourself because what's happening is from the continued non-expression of our male men not expressing their feminine side is that it's turned them into raging beasts <laughs> in some cases right turning to different to different substances turning to verbal abuse or violence they could be turning to emotional abuse. There's all sorts of things that can happen from their non being able to express these feminine sides of them, their caring sides, their creative sides. It becomes an imbalance. You can't always be the roaring tiger. You've got to calm down for a minute and purr. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Roaring tiger and purring kitten. That's the, that's, there you go. There's your masculine and feminine right there. <laughs> The other thing that we do, the other thing that hits is this, like in the back of the head, it's like a whap back in the head is this distracting herself, see, from connecting to her true self. And what that's what we do. We distract ourselves from connecting to our true selves, right? We tell ourselves we're too tired, we're too exhausted, we're whatever. But I can definitely tell you, I can definitely feel a different energy in within myself when I'm doing different types of work within my business and different 
different things. I can feel a different supportive or non-supportive energy that happens. But we distract ourselves because we don't value the feminine voice. And that's another thing that hits right in our throat chakra, right in the front is I feminine. And that's not valuing our feminine voice. And remember, like I said, when we first started this whole thing, it is about using our voice. But if as you're a woman, you're not allowing yourself to honor that feminine voice, honor the feminine gift, which we haven't done as a, as a society, we haven't honored that feminine voice. We have turned it off and we're not expressing it as much. I'm masculine hits in the stomach, which then at the same time, it's, it, it's, there was like this punch in the gut, right? being masculine it's like and I keep getting flashes of of the feminine movement I mean I am so appreciative of the work and the groundwork that those women made but one of the things that happened was that you know you think about the pendulum it went all the way to the other part where we started to demasculate the men and we didn't honor the men and we didn't expect um, appreciate the men and understand the men, right? Because there's a different way in the way men nurture and there's a different way in men in way they express their love and their nurturing and whatnot. And women in some cases have decided that in order to be a man, it's supposed to be a certain way. And then we've also decided in order to be a woman, we're supposed to be a certain way. <laughs> and the truth is bottom line, we just have to be ourselves, but the masculine part of us too in the for the feminine energy more specifically hits along our thigh the thigh right down to the, on the right side of the thigh which is about moving forward and feeling safe to move forward and we get to remember we are safe to move forward in fact that was part of the the download that came through what this was it's safe to be self confident it is safe to be who you are you are complete and whole. It is safe to be a leader. And I love that because that's what we get to do and we get to remember it's safe for us to be who we are and it's safe for us to express who we are now. As women, we have that right and that freedom now and we're not going to get, you know, our heads aren't going to get chopped off. We're not going to get burned at the stake. <laughs> we can do it, right? The Rocky sound just goes off in my head too. You know, it's all right. It's all right. We can do it. Okay, I'm going to read the next card, which is card number 36. And this was from the Divine Father. And uh, it's the cash flow money goddess from the wallet perspective. So everyone take a breath. And if you need to, you know, pause the podcast for just a minute to write down some notes for yourself, please go ahead and do that. But I'm going to move on to the next card because that was a lot of that was a lot of uh, information from the Divine Mother, which is ultimately be who you are, love who you are, and allow yourself to express it and profit from that at the same time. It's okay to make money. It's okay to be financially supported. It's okay to be compensated well for the work that you do. And you get to allow yourself that wealth, that financial wealth in your life. And I, and I think this is what's one of the thing that's really interesting in this next card is the cash flow money goddess wallet perspective. I ask for what I want. Okay, take a breath. I claim myself for myself as myself. I am the keeper of my own kingdom. I speak my truth to my heart's desire. I am strong and powerful. 
Goddess card 36. And on the back, it's the financial relationship. Using your voice. Scarcity side. Crashed and burned. She nickels and dimes her life away. Accepting less. Receiving less. And allowing herself to not be heard or seen. She silently screams in anger and resentment, expressing herself in rage and violence. Take a breath. Energy exchange, value, and money. Deep within you is the devotion to the natural you. Let your voice be heard with the passion you have for life and your creations. Let your desires and wishes be spoken. Speak your truth. Stand in the value of you and smile. What do you want? Healing energy, water, money action. Show your inner strength and have the courage to stand your ground. Allow beauty and love to saturate all situations and relationships. Claim your financial value and voice it. Every penny counts. Every moment counts. Everyone counts. Goddess card 36. Take a breath. I, I love this card. This is the, she's the cash flow money goddess, which is the mermaid. And she is just beautiful. I love her. Um, using your voice. And really, that's just it, bottom line, right? Every penny counts. Every moment counts. Every one counts. And every moment counts. And allowing ourselves to be seen and heard is one thing that we don't allow ourselves to do again for many of us allow being allowed to express ourselves to just express our emotions express our feelings express our talents express our intelligence there was an issue right for men not to express their emotions women not to express their intelligence that's what we were not allowing in that was the belief system of what it meant to be a woman or what it meant to be a man is that to be the best man or to be the best woman, right? Not to be smart, not to be intelligent for the man is not to be emotional, not to allow his softer side to be seen and heard. And that, you know, he's got to tower over everybody through the power and the almighty strength of who he is. <laughs> But finding out that winning really is about everybody winning, not just one. Because the truth is, if there's too much weight, too much money going to the top, believe you me, your employees are stealing from you, our communities. I mean, you look at the dynamics in our community when you look at the different level of poverty and crime, and there's more crime in the people that are living in poverty because that's all they can do to survive because we're not paying them fairly. So instead they cause more crime in our communities through theft and through stealing in different ways. But then our resources, our taxes are used to support the people that aren't being paid properly. I mean, and it's a huge debate and there's so much around it, but ultimately it just comes back to us and our own individual selves and looking at ourselves and like, are we really using our gifts? Because our gifts could be the particular thing, the one thing that supports and will care and shift things for the entire planet. Who knows? Who knows? And it's trusting in that magic of who you are. And that's one thing about the cash flow money goddess is she lives in this magical world 
But yeah, by day she's out in the world, you know, kicking ass, doing the things that she gets to do in her life and in her business, but then is at home, comes home to be in this magical space of who she is, of what she's created her life to be. And that's what we all get to do, creating heaven on earth and bringing magic into our lives. But we do that by accepting ourselves, expressing ourselves, claim myself for myself as myself is what, what she says. And really that hits um, up in the crown chakra again around the crown chakra is that claiming ourselves and being ourselves because the we've again not allow ourselves to do that it's almost like a spiky thorn is almost what I want to say crown in a way that we've put pun- we've punished ourselves be- and we've had to put so much pain in our life because we haven't allowed ourselves to truly express everything that we have to say. And what's interesting too, is that this is from the divine father. And when I think about the divine masculine and then the father energy, it is, it's about what is it that you want? That's the nurturing part of male, the masculine energy of nurturing is what is it that you want? And they want to get us from A, B, C, D, and E, F, G. They let us, they want to make sure that we're getting, you know, where we need to go. But what's happened as women, we've turned around and go, well, don't tell me what to do. What do you think I am? Stupid? You don't think I know what I'm doing? No. Yes. <laughs> but their agenda, the agenda, the masculine energy is to make sure that you're getting from A to Z very safely. And so, we have to learn a new way of communicating with each other that's honoring both the masculine and feminine energy of nurturing, of awareness, of how it's how how the masculine energy is expressed and how the masculine energy is not expressed and understanding that within each other and understanding how the feminine energy is expressed in the masculine male. <laughs> vice versa. I mean, can you feel the wheels are turning? Yeah. So we take a breath and we start looking at where those different things that we are not allowing ourselves to express ourselves, but then what is it that we want? What do we want? And what we want is so important for us because it is again about creating those goals and creating our future and creating something to look forward to. We, when we can't always figure out or can't always see that vision, the first thing that we want to start with is just saying, okay, I want to see what my vision is. I want to see what the passion is. Or even as we've been doing these readings and you've been listening to this podcast, there's been certain memories or certain things that have come up for you that you've been writing down in your journal that you can even go deeper into and and ask yourself more about, you know, understanding that about yourself, because once you clear up some of those things, clear up some of those emotional unexpressed feelings and things, then you can start getting the vision of what it is that you can create materially or financially or through a business or, or whatever it is. It, again, it's this continual cycle. It keeps moving. There's always this balance, right? Just night and day, night and day. And you know, again, mother, moon, father, son, night and day, balancing it, masculine, feminine, honoring our time awake and our time asleep, balancing, balancing. (laughs) That's what we do. 
I mean, that's why the earth moves with the sun and the moon and the sun and the moon, the way that they move is about keeping the earth in its orbit and keeping it all balanced together, right? In our orbit. So there's a cosmic and then down to our tiny little cells connection with all of this, but and in our energy. So we take a breath again. (sighs) This is crazy fun stuff. So the asking for what I want and nickel and diming ourselves is about not limiting ourselves either. That whatever vision we get regarding whatever it is that we want to create or what we want to do in our life and how we want to live our life is absolutely possible as we, as we continue to grow and as we continue to keep a vision forward, what will happen is different things will come along to support us in that, in creating that vision. And again, that hits us in our crown chakra again about, um, having our vision because, We've been told so many times, I mean, there's like this stamping on our head on our crown chakra that, that, you know, sit down, shut up, do what I tell you, follow these rules, go in this business, do this thing, follow my footsteps, do what I tell you. (laughs) We have been ruled for so long and for so many, in so many ways. And especially as we've been growing up. The one thing I think that's so awesome about this newer generation, this younger generation, because there are so many more enlightened people, we're allowing our children to really be who they are and connecting into who they are. So it's an amazing, fun swing of the growth of our parenting. But what we get to do as adults now is connect back into our child life and revisit what our pains were and release those pains, revisit what our joys were and allow those joys to come out and to be expressed more. And, uh, it's just awesome. I, it's like, I watched a documentary on Zach Posen. He's a fashion guy where he's a fashion creator guy and, uh, artist really. And he, he was, he's amazing. But what was interesting to see in this documentary was to watch him as a little boy that he was already moving fabric around forms. And now as an adult, he's made a living where he, you know, moves fabric around the feminine body and creates fashion and, you know, clothing, whatnot out there for the world. But his story is just such a beautiful heart centered story and him allowing himself to create, you know, his life through his heart art and through his passion. The, another documentary that's awesome to watch is the one about the guy who created Elmo cute, cute story about this young man who used to make a bunch of sock puppets in his bedroom with a little sewing machine. And he had this whole little tiny bedroom full of material. It's so cute. So it's, again, it's going back to connecting to that true divine you before you got all of these beliefs and experiences crammed on top of you that separated you from who you are, separated from that true vision of who you are. I really, I really love that. So asking for what you want is an important thing. It's the same thing as creating a goal, right? Setting a goal for yourself, clearing up some certain things. I mean, my ebook that I have, The Five Steps to Money, Peace of Mind, that all started, the whole thing started because the first question that I asked for myself and I said that I wanted was I wanted to feel confident in who I was. 
And that started the five steps of money, peace of mind. And that was a process that I went through to learn how to be confident with myself. And I wrote and answered those questions in order. And that was, that's what's in that ebook. So now it still even continues to continue to go forward with that, with everything. And as long as you're willing to do the work, because facing those painful things is painful. <laughs> it really is. I don't say it's not like they, a lot of people say, well, it's just peeling the onion. No, it's ripping the flesh off. It's ripping the flesh off. You'll hear me say that. Okay. I'm going to read this last card, the divine, uh, accounting money goddess card number five. And this was from our divine higher selves. And this was the third card in this divine connection money reading. And I'm going to read this one. So everyone take a breath. Get comfortable. I claim who I am. I claim all that I am. I am proud of and take accountability for my creations. I am personally responsible for my financial knowledge, wealth, health, freedom, and understanding. I am my word. I claim my financial freedom now. Goddess card number five. Whew. Okay, on the back. I am relationship to self. Scarcity side, avoiding. She denies and hides from what is, expecting and allowing others to answer her questions and bail her out. She has no confidence in her financial and money-making abilities. She is uncertain and criticizing. High peaks and deep valleys. Money goes way up and way down, mostly down. And take a breath. <sighs> Energy exchange, peace. Women's attention to detail is uncanny, and their ability to track, evaluate, and manage change is impressive. Count the money in. Count the money in. Count the money in. Count the money out. Repeat from top. Count the money in, count the money in, count the money in, count the money out. Repeat from top. <laughs> Ooh, I felt the energy moving. This is the money making secret. Healing energy, throat blue, blue chakra, money action. Be the accounting money goddess. She claims who she is and is accountable for all her creations. She is responsible for her financial knowledge, wealth, and understanding. Zealously and earnestly, she pursues her financial well-being, living in peace and confidence with every money action. <sighs> Goddess card number five. Take a breath. Ooh, cool. And that's, that's one of the things is that I've realized is that I'm personally responsible for my financial knowledge, wealth, health, freedom, and understanding is what it says in the front. And it's, it's still even about not allowing ourselves to stay in that victim mode. And like, even though all these painful things have happened to us, there comes a point where we get to claim who we are. We get to claim that divine being who we are, that divine master being that we are. And when we claim that, when we claim that I am that I am within ourselves, 
then we have released and let go all those painful stories. We've allowed ourselves to transform and transcend them, right? To rewrite them, to see them for really what they are in the expressions of unhealthy um, individuals in our life that were in pain that had no other knowing or way of expressing themselves, but through painful ways is then now at this point to realize, to kind of come to the point and quit and getting out of the victim state, right? Like, Oh, this poor me, this happened to me and poor me, this happened to me and poor me, that happened to me. Yes. Poor us. That happened to us. (laughs) I agree. But now it's time to go on and move on with that. And if it's something that's still hurting within you, then take responsibility in healing that part of you. And in healing part of you is just writing it out, right? Journaling about it, expressing, crying about it, burning, whatever. There's all sorts of things you can do. Reiki, you can do tapping, talk to a counselor, um, a therapist, talk to, you know, healers, whatever pulls you do some drumming, ring the bells, do different energy work, whatever you're feeling resonated to do, take a mud bath, (laughs) sit out in the hot springs, Whatever you're being called to do to assist you in clearing and moving that painful energy forward and painful energy through. And that's one of the things that the healing elements in our reading is air and water. And this one is the blue chakra, the blue throat chakra. So doing different activities that involve air and water, which could definitely be going and sitting out in the hot pots because you're sitting in the hot water and, and you're breathing the air it's outside you know in some places but the blue throat chakra wearing blue you know singing la 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 oh interesting lapis is with me and that's a blue lapis stone and so I can just spend some time and I'm doing it right now actually I'm just putting the lapis on my throat chakra and breathing I might spend some time meditating with my lapis on my throat later today. (laughs) Actually, I think I will. Just laying down on my bed and put the stone on my throat and just breathe through it. And again, remember holding the energy in the body and breathing, doing the meditations that we were talking about. And even if it's five, 10 minutes, that's good. That's okay. Allow yourself that five or 10 minutes allow yourself that five or 10 minutes. And that's what this also being accountable for her creations, being the accounting money goddess is also being accountable to herself, being accountable for her own heart, for her own being, for her own wellness and for her own care. It doesn't mean you're doing it all on your own because part of, uh, balancing that masculine feminine is also allowing yourself to have those beautiful relationships that are supporting you. That's why we've got Adam and Eva here, right? They're supporting each other. And part of living this divine life is allowing that masculine energy to be part of our feminine energy, allowing those things and honoring both of those and and each other. And if you're not understanding that within each other, then again, start figuring out ways to communicate with each other your wants. What is it that you want in the relationship? What is it that you need in the relationship? What does you, what is it that you need that makes you feel more feminine in the relationship? What is it that you need that makes you feel more masculine in the relationship? It's okay. If we talk about these things, (laughs) it's okay. If we communicate and have a conversation and that's what we really get to do is we get to quit 
distracting ourselves from ourselves. And that's one of the things that hits us in the back of the head right from the very beginning is distracting ourselves and from connecting with ourselves. And we distract ourselves from connecting with each other in our relationships. We say we're too busy or we just watch, sit down and watch TV. We do the I got to get dinner done. I got to get this done. I got to get the kids done. I got to take care of the, take care of the, uh, homework. You know, I got to take them to dance. I got to do football. I got to take, do all these other things. Right. And then we don't connect with each other and have a conversation with each other. And that's one of the things that we get to do in coming back to healing our relationships and healing ourselves is communicating with ourselves and communicating with our partners. And then through that exampling, right, what happens then is then our children learn how to communicate with each other. And that's when you then have a communication with your family and as a family unit. And you talk about certain things that that come up uh, and about what your wants and needs are in the family. So yeah, that's fabulous. The other thing that was really interesting when I was reading this was count the money in, count the money in, count the money in, count the money out, repeat from top. Oh, and I just felt like this um, energy from the top of my crown chakra that went down all the way down through the spine, down through the root chakra. And then when I hit repeat from the top, it just like went up to the top again. Like, um, you know, it was just like, count the money. Like, I, I don't like, I keep seeing like an elevator right in up and down, up and down, up and down. But it's again, count the money in, count the money in. It's okay. You get to receive, receive, receive. I receive, I receive, I receive, breathe out. Right. And that's how we allow our money comes in, comes in, comes in, goes out, comes in, comes in, comes in, goes out. And we repeat it from the top and we allow the financial abundance. We allow the abundance because as we allow the abundance in our life, what that allows us to do, right? With, when we allow the big profits in our life, what that allows us to do is to be more generous in the world that allows us to pay people at a fair rate. It allows us to be extra generous when we tip at the at the place. It allows us to do some of those donations that we want to do. It allows us to buy a set of shoes for a kid that doesn't have shoes. It allows us to be more generous, but then it also allows us to create more products and services and employ people, but to create a business that is heart centered, that does care about both the people and the product and the profits, right? We want to take care of people, profit and products. <laughs> That's what we want. People, profit and products. We want to take care of those because, um, and the planet and that's how it goes because it affects the planet as well. And, and all of us working together and how we, again, every penny counts, every moment counts, everyone counts. Ah, take a breath. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So I just am coming back from listening to the recording. And really the the big thing is, is again, being accountable for ourselves, connecting with ourselves. That actually hits in the jaw. And so does anger and resentment. And through these pains, not only from childhood, but even young adult, adult, just different experiences that we've had, regardless of regardless of any circumstances that you find yourself in, we have all experienced 
pain in one form or another, whether it was self-induced or if it was something that came from another person. And ultimately, this is about allowing ourselves to grow and realize that that is part of our growth process. We want it to be all, you know, nice and cheery and rosy. And that if we can show our life is nice and cheery and rosy, then that means we're perfect human beings. But the truth is, is we're human beings and we have pain and we have happiness and we have joy. There's the shadow side and then there's the light side of us. We all have different um, experiences that create certain things, but the accountability, one of the things about being accountable for our creations is also saying, yeah, okay, I chose to be here on this planet as a divine master being, and I'm seeing that I'm learning this X, Y, and Z lesson from this particular experience and how it is adding to my joy and divineness expression now. Just even in and throughout this podcast, as I've listened to the recordings, I've been able to give some different examples and some things of some of my own experiences and jobs that I remember I was not very happy at being. But now look at it there. Now all of a sudden it's material for my current divine passion. And so I'm like, how awesome is that, right? There's always something awesome in our current circumstances. It's allowing ourselves to believe it, to see it, and to move forward, taking some action and moving forward is another big thing about it because another part that hits us in our lower base spine is use her voice, silently screams in anger and resentment and showing your inner strength and then also denies and hides. And ultimately that in the lower back is about feeling supported and do we feel supported by ourselves? Do we feel supported by our own visions? Are we believing in ourselves? Can you say, I believe in me? That's something that it, it wrestles with our ego. I mean, it just even wrestles with my ego, with my brain. My brain goes, because <laughs> I was certainly taught and told, you know, you don't think about yourself. You put everybody else first and we don't want to be too egotistical and we don't want to be too proud for ourselves. Don't get too big for your britches. That's what my parents used to say. Don't get too big for your britches. What the heck does that mean? When we are not allowing ourselves to use our voice, we really, again, stay in this silently screams in anger and resentment. And it isn't, it's that, and being responsible in it, in that, that anger and resentment we have for ourselves. But the reason why we self-sabotage, the reason why we stop ourselves from doing things is because there's still that pain that's deep within us that's telling us we're not good enough or that we can't do it or that nobody cares or that you're not important. There's these underlying things that, that come up and tell us certain things about ourselves that stop us from being successful and stops us from being that bright light. You know, that's where it came even here before balancing our masculine and feminine. We cut ourselves off before we set our, let ourselves set into the divine light. So now what do we get to do? Well, first let's breathe, right? <sighs> breathe. And from here, what I would suggest doing is go back again and possibly listen to this podcast again, but go back to your notes and look at some of these notes that you've written down as to different ideas or different memories or different things that triggered you that brought up an emotion for you that then like, oh, I get to look at this particular feeling of this emotion and I get to let it go and allow yourself to have a process, a healing process of letting certain things go. 
meditating to get to know and connecting more with yourself to go deeper and like to answer some of these questions for yourself. And in your journaling, ask yourself, what do I get to learn from this information? What do I get to, why is this triggering me? What is the memory that I get to remember? What is the healing element that gets to happen from this experience? How can this bless my life? And ask yourself these certain things. Journal about and journal about the change that you want in your life. So not only journal about the things that are triggering you and experiencing causing pain for you and emotion for you, but then all then journal about what it is that you want. How do you want to feel? How do you want your day to look like? How do you want your money to come into your life? How do you want your relationship to be? How do you want to have communication with your family and with yourself? And understanding these wants within yourself and allowing yourself Again, it's a continual process. Like, what do we want next? What do we want next? What is it we're allowing ourselves to have next? And releasing ourselves from these old painful memories, these old painful restrictions of how we can express ourselves, especially in this reading. It's about how do I want to express myself? How do I see myself and in my future? How do I get to allow my vision to be seen, my voice to be heard and recognizing where we've nickeled and dimed our life away, our time away, our experiences away, where we nickeled and dimed our life away. And in all honesty, the nickels and dimes are just as important. Every penny counts. Every one counts. Every moment counts. Every penny counts. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that was a lot of information, and I'm really excited about what's to come up in the next month before our next new moon reading. The next new moon reading is March 6, 2019. I always think that's interesting. 3619. So there's three, 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 threes. <laughs> this was awesome. I do hope that you got some divine information. I hope there's some healing and some love that you found that can support you in your next evolution of transformation and movement and growth and, and creating that heaven on earth for yourself and claiming who you are, being that divine being that you are. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for listening in, and I will see you on the next episode of the Spirit of Money podcast. Peace in. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann, Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.